Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. Hello, 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 and welcome to this next episode of Google Ads Unleashed, guys. Thank you very much for your fantastic feedback so far. I've been doing this now since May, and so far the feedback has really been amazing. I'm getting so many messages on LinkedIn. I'm getting loads of messages on social. I'm getting loads of messages via email. It's really, really amazing. People saying that they're listening to the podcast, that they're loving it, and I've never thought that this would uh, develop in this way. So all I can say is thank you so, so, so much for listening, and thank you very much for getting in touch as well. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to keep the content uh, coming, of course, and in this episode, basically I'm going to talk about um, ad account structure, because this is something that's, um, let's put it like this, uh, crucial to the fundament of your Google Ads account. And I've multiple times already talked about this topic um, in other uh, podcasts, but naturally some of the topics are reoccurring in Google Ads. You'll always hear me saying about the same motives, the same principles, and as long as you can diligently and very um, uh, disciplinedly is that even a word? Apply these principles to your Google Ads account or to any others which you might be looking after, um, the better your results will be. Um, so let's dive right in, right? So what is Google Ads account structure? So basically, um, what you want to be achieving in Google Ads is you want to be uh, similar to Meta, I suppose, right? Or any other advertising channel. You want to develop a system that you can uh, systematically recreate uh, for each account that you encounter and um, for each time you add a new product category to your website, which you might want to be promoting or new service, and which you can systematically improve with the same routines and the same principles in order to make the account grow. Because something that I see very often and why I want to really emphasize why it's really important to have a good account structure is that I see a lot of accounts which are just poorly structured. And as a result, it doesn't give you a system you can improve upon. Think of it like, for instance, um, um, how, how can I describe this best? Think of it, for instance, like a, imagine you play golf, why not? right? So it doesn't matter um, how good of a golfer you are or how routinely you practice. If the grass isn't looked after, if there's no structure in place for you to play good golf on, then you're never going to be uh, achieving a good uh, result, right? And it's the same here. You will also never really be able to sort of 
uh, understand cause and effect of certain things because if you haven't got a setup where you can actually isolate what is the problem, uh, you can't improve upon it. So a co-example which I'm going to, for instance, uh, talk about later is to run just catch-all campaigns, right? A lot of people start like this, especially in e-com. They make a shopping campaign or a performance max campaign. They might have 5,000 SKUs. And what happens? You can actually only optimize up to a thousand products per campaign, right? So what happens is that you will over time just be advertising this massive set of products which uh, you can't remove uh, a lot of them because they are underperforming, but the way you've set your account up and your structure doesn't actually help you systematically improve. So this is something that we're seeing all the time. So. I'm going to dive right in now and uh, going to talk about a couple of things that you might want to consider from uh, the start. So the first one that you might want to be looking into is to choose the right campaign types, right? So a lot of people, especially when they get started, are after the shiny objects, right? They want to be trying YouTube because they've seen some other brand do it. Um, and then they have shitty creatives which don't actually really work, right? YouTube is extremely difficult to make work. Always, always bear that in mind. Or they've uh, done the Google Ads course, which isn't bad. I'm not slating Google, but basically they've done the Google Ads course from Google itself, the Skillshop course, and they've learned how to run display and they think that they can run display ads, right? All of these campaign types uh, have their advantages and disadvantages, but keep to the basics, right? Choose the right campaign type for your goal. If you are an e-commerce, what you want is you want to run a shopping or performance max campaign, right? Um, because in the end, um, all the, your different goals, that's what Google built those campaign types for. And shopping is the one that sells the results and that um, that sells uh, the, the shopping listings and produces the shopping listings at the site where people buy through. So start with that. Don't start with anything else. Don't uh, try to run um, weird awareness campaigns or run anything weird in that regard. Start with a performance, ma performance max campaigns, start with shopping campaigns, and start uh, with a brand search campaign and start with a DSA campaign. This is what you want to be doing in order to get started and, and do it properly. Then the second thing that is really, really important for your account setup is um, ad extensions, okay? So have a little bit of a think of what um, you want to be obviously writing about and your uh, um, and of course your, your copy. And then following that, add ad extensions into the account. You will not believe how many times I get come across um, accounts which do not have any ad extensions, which have none, done none of the work. They add a lot of context to your ads. They make your ads bigger. The Google rewards you with lower CPCs. As a result, your ads will perform better, okay? So um, this is something that you really want to be looking into. 
If you are listening, you might have heard a little bit of a funny noise in the background, or um, you will have seen a cut in the video if you're watching. Um, unfortunately, not well, not unfortunate. I'm very fortunate. I have three wonderful dogs, and basically, they sometimes decide to sabotage my uh, podcast a little bit. So um, I made a little cut there and restarted. So we were talking about ad extensions just now. So. Basically, if you have a single account, right, what I would do is uh, to just add 20 assets uh, per asset type to your ad account so that all campaigns um, in a similar way can draw upon those ad assets, okay? Um, this really helps to, you know, avoid, for instance, doing too many on campaign level or to have them on ad group level and all of these um, uh, silly things which uh, sort of hinder your performance because you might be missing out on a couple of ad assets for a few campaigns, etc., etc. Then the next thing that you really want is uh, to uh, sort your conversion tracking. You will not believe how often I see poor conversion tracking in ad accounts. Duplicate conversions are fired, for instance, or um, campaigns are optimized on all uh, conversion actions in the ad account set to primary. What you want is one verified conversion action in the account which tracks purchases and which is guaranteed to work preferably a google ads tag over uh, google analytics um, and you want the rest all of in the ad account set to secondary right so uh, they are not used for bidding and that they do not show in the interface and you also want to make sure that all your campaigns are actually optimized towards the right conversion action so that you don't uh, screw up in that regard. Uh, conversion tracking is everything, right? If conversion tracking doesn't actually work, this or it doesn't matter how good your structure is or how good your media buying, uh, you, you, you're screwed, right? Like you're not, you're not going to be uh, seeing what is actually working and you won't be able to uh, optimize towards any results. And then um, something that is st structurally really, really important as well is to actually have negative keywords, right? Use negative keyword lists. Negative keyword lists is the best way to structure and organize your, your negative keywords. I usually recommend just having one negative keyword list. Yeah, most accounts are pretty happy to run that way. You don't have to overcomplicate things. Um, you, what, what you really want is to just run that one list, apply it to all of your campaigns, and boom. What you can do is sometimes have a second or third list if you want, I don't know, to exclude, uh, you know, certain competitors, for instance, just from one list. Or if you want to um, do, do a list with your branded name and exclude that from all of your top funnel campaigns, etc., etc. So make sure that you have a good structure because what I see very often why I mention this is that people add camp negative keywords on campaign level. That means the negative keywords only apply to this campaign and not all the other ones. Granted, Performance Max can't take negative keywords, so don't worry about that. But basically, um, it might still come. Uh, they might allow it in the future. You can already exclude your branded name from Pmax. However, you really need to be able to have this list to look after it regularly, and you shall be fine. This is something that will help you. 
Then one thing that you definitely want at all times as well is to at least have one experiment run in. So this is a sign of a well-structured account. You always test at least something. You can be, I've done uh, an entire podcast on what uh, common A-B tests you can run. For instance, phrase match and uh, exact versus broad, or you can test uh, a bidding strategy. You can test a landing page. You can do all of these uh, sort of things. So how do you set up um, sort of now your perfect uh, uh, account? So I've done an episode on this one before, but I'll just reiterate it again. Um, so first of all, you want your brand search campaign, right? Um, I'll start somewhere else. First of all, sort out your conversion tracking as discussed. Second thing is add as many ad assets as possible. The third thing is have one brand search campaign with one ad group with your branded name on uh, as an exact match and as a phrase match keyword. And then you want to have a fourth one campaign, a DSA campaign, which you can run for your uh, for your entire ad account. Then fifth, you want one negative keyword list that you look after on a weekly basis to optimize your account and to optimize the performance. Then sixth, you want one performance max or shopping campaign per um, target or uh, sort of uh, sub goal of your account. Why is that important? In the end, you can uh, you can sort of basically uh, optimize three things um, on or sort of with every shopping and every performance max campaign, you can steer three things on a most basic level. That is which products you actually advertise. Yeah, how much daily budget you give them and uh, what ROAS target or what is the target of the campaign. Now, you will have a large inventory or inventory over uh, various things. Uh, which have different search volume, of course, as well. Um, you know, uh, for instance, uh, if you sell beds and uh, pillows, then pillows have a different search volume to beds. Your pillows might have a completely different margin to your beds, so they need a different RAS target. So it just makes total sense to have one campaign per product that you want to sell and not just have one campaign because what happens and that is the most common pitfall that I see when you structure your ad account uh, or with ad account structuring is that if you pop both of these into one campaign um, let's say your beds would need 200% return on ad spend and your pillows need 500 you can't optimize, right? You don't know what to do. And let's say you have hundreds, if not thousands of SKUs, you can't exclude products that are underperforming correctly. So final thoughts on all of this um, is pretty much, you know, do the basics correctly. Uh, Do this in every ad account that you have. Um, always make sure that the basics are done correctly. So if you listen into this episode and think, oh shit, uh, I can like, uh, I've not done a few of these things correctly, or I know that the, this is not uh, what I've done. Restructure your ad account. The best, uh, the best uh, time to plant a tree uh, was yesterday. Um, or what was it? The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the second best was yesterday. So that I think that's the saying. So take action now. Um, and make sure that you've implemented your ad account this way because this way you can easily optimize it, right? You can create easily new campaigns and add on top of it like a little uh, Lego house. Um, You can cut away everything that's not working and that way you can create a trim system that is self-optimizing over time. 
Um, if you have any final thoughts on this one, uh, let me know. Let me know if you have anything, any other ideas, how you, what you've seen success with. Um, I admit there's not many ways, uh, there, there's many ways to roam, but in the end, all the principles are the same with Google Ads all the time. Um, so if you've found success with something else, let me know. Um, if you need help with your Google Ads account, simply reach out to me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, you will find me um, via email. You'll find me via the website. Um, get in touch if you have a question. Otherwise, thank you very much for your time and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.younganddigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.